0: Hello and welcome to Mike Martin Asks again. This week, as always, I have an amazing guest for you guys. I know a lot of my audience love SEO. This guy loves SEO and he's fucking brilliant. I mean, last time I spoke to him was probably two years ago. So, you know, it's a guy now um, and we must have spent two and a half hours on the phone. He showed me loads of tricks and techniques and things that he does and and, and my, my mind was blown. Um, so, because of that, <laughs> I asked him to come in here because I know he really knows what he's talking about. Um, he's probably been in the digital marketing space for about fifteen years. Um, he's an expert in neuromarketing. I don't know if you know what that is. Neuromarketing tactics and SEO. He's the owner of an agency called Fusion Vine, recognized as one of Col- Colorado's top SEO agencies. Um, and basically, he spends his days helping companies succeed online, which is which is cool. His name is Brian Cato. Tell us who you are, my friend. Hey, how's it going, Mike? Glad to be
1: here today. This is a real honor. It's as you mentioned. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, probably at least, if not more than two years. I think we, we first met like COVID <laughs> when that first thing kind of went down. But was yeah, it was it
0: COVID? Was it that? I think it... so.
1: Like, yeah, I want to say it was like maybe 2019, like end of mid or
0: end of twenty nineteen. why I was still in like, Spain, it, what like I...
1: beginning. Yeah, it, it, it
0: nuts. It's been a while for sure. Fucking hell, it has, it? and you just get
1: old really fast. <laughs> I know. I, I feel it's like, like we just we lost a couple of years, and I was like, oh yeah, no mic
0: for like a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, so yeah, it, awesome. It was. I, I think at the time, I think we first, I think we went through Brian, and I um I got on a call with you, and we ended up talking for about two and a half hours, and you showed me all sorts of tricks yeah. and stuff that we do. He actually, Brian, uh, not Brian, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. I don't know why I called him Brian. Maybe he looks like a Brian, really. I just never realized it before. Uh, you're Brian, but, but I, met, I met you through Patrick. He was on a few weeks ago, actually. Him and um, yeah. Gary, they were yep. taking me through what it is they're doing. Now, I know you do some mega crazy shit with the with the stacking of the... Um, Cheats. Of the, oh, yeah. Uh, of the google docs and the sheets and things like that i mean before we jump onto all that cool seo shit which you know i love um and i'll probably have you on here and i promise an hour but but i mean i I usually promise try and keep it less than an hour but usually when it's seo i never let you go um but just tell us how you got started in this because obviously um where did it all start how did you get into seo how did uh, what was your career post school where did where did it get started
1: yeah so after high school and even in high school i was really um I was really involved in music quite a bit. I, I was a bass player, front man. I actually went to college for about a year uh, for jazz theory. And so like r- I thought music was going to be my life and then decided I, I didn't want to be a broke fuck up, like just playing music all the time, yeah. uh, living from paycheck to paycheck and having, you know, like living off the dollar menu uh, for four to eight weeks at a time. So decided to go back to school, ended up going into uh, business management. Um, From there, found out that I actually was halfway decent at database design and web development. So my background is really kind of in more in the the DevOps
0: kind of thing. You was naturally good at that shit because that shit confuses the fuck out of me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like naturally, like I I get databases. I understand like relational uh, patterns and things like that. So for me, it was just kind of a shoe in. I was like, all right, yeah, this works. Um, I initially got in doing like DevOps and website design development and from there kind of fell into like really I would say content marketing, very if you want to call it white hat. Um really kind of dove into that. And then I then um you know after working at an agency for probably about five years, I was like, man, we're doing all this content, but and, and while content is king, I always felt like there like we weren't quite getting the results that we should be getting. And, you know, a lot of it came down to, you know, some of these tactics that, that are deemed, you know, uh, gray or black or things like that, where like link building for one, you know, Google, Google gets into it and they're like, you know, you shouldn't be building links, but actually like it's a known thing that you kind of need to have links. Right. Yep. And so, yeah, for me, Even the, now. yeah, right. Even with content, you know, it's are you internally linking, right? And so you're you're still linking. It's just how are you going about doing it. So for me, that was really kind of a point of clarity and an aha moment when when I understood like, oh, you can't just write a blog. You you know, you have to actively promote it and like market. Like, go
0: figure, right? Surprise, surprise. You have to market your content. Can you imagine, right? If every single person said, all right, Google says we're not supposed to send links anymore, right? So we all fucking right. stopped. Google won't be able to find fucking anything. It'd be like, uh, oh, what's next? What's being indexed? What's being put up? Because every single website is literally just getting put up on its own thing and not linking out to anything. It's like, it's kind of a double negative. I think that's what they call it. It, it kind of yeah. makes no fucking sense. So they do talk some shit, don't they?
1: We? Well, the thing that I, the the analogy that I have found that kind of works really well for it is like, Yes, content is king. And if you're only focused on like these, like link manipulation or black hat or gray hat or any of that, it's the problem is, is that you you miss out on the conversion aspect of it or actual quality, right? And this is where like, uh, as you mentioned, neuromarketing, I'm really into that kind of stuff where it's the psychology behind like what actually is going to make someone click. And if you don't have that, you're kind of stuck at a point where, um, sorry, we're we're diving right in here. We're going for it. Mike. No, 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 keep <laughs> going. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll bring um, you back later. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. We're, <clears throat> we're, I think the
1: issue is, is that like with if you just focused on link building or manipulating the algorithm, you're going to get caught up where you don't get the conversion. You don't get that click, which means you have to do twice as much link manipulation and you know the work there. Which, if you're still not getting the click, now you're needing four, eight, you know, it becomes exponential at that point. And then you, you do become you, you do start playing a very risky game. On the other hand, if you're only focused on content and content is the only thing that you can do, you're not actively building links or you're not actually a- actively promoting, doing anything like that. It's kind of like having a Bugatti in your, in your driveway with no gasoline in it, right? looks great yeah. you can take you can, you can take some great selfies like hey look look at this awesome car i've got but you're not going anywhere too fast
0: it just sits there especially if you're trying to rank on a national basis if you're trying to rank local it's pretty easy and that's kind exactly. of where we, i focus a lot of time on on, <clears throat> on local because it's 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 so and i'm so oh, lazy yeah um but if you're hitting national you, you need you, you do need to focus heavily on both and fresh content and i've seen what's your opinion on let's let's jump straight what's your opinion on ai content now do you think it worked do you think it's going to work long term i'll tell you what i think afterwards um in fact what what i've kind of found out recently which is scary as fuck um but yeah. what do you think so my my experience
1: with it is push button ai is hit and miss. Like if you're just, if you're going into, you know, Jasper or, you know, I know there were some issues with with things like article forge a while ago, but if you're just going in there and be like a chat GPT, like write me an article, blah, 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 blah. And you're not doing anything to it. You're, I, I haven't seen great results with that. It can still rank, which has been interesting, but I haven't seen phenomenal results. What we found is that if we go in and we do kind of a, it's probably like a sixty forty blend, where we have sixty percent AI, forty percent. Like, I'll go back in and I may tweak a couple things, maybe throw in like a, a bullet list or add in like my own professional spin on. Let's say we're in a you know a, a YMYL, right? We're we're talking like finance, so I may get a couple quotes from my you know from a client or whatever, get some like leading expert opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of variation. That way it gives us uh, something to go off of, right? But it could be 60, 40. It could even be as high as like 80, 20 for what I've seen. AI content will still rank. However, push button AI I have some issues with. Personally, I love AI. I embrace the hell out of it. I love it.
0: Yep, I use it for all me most of my email. Well, I don't. My copywriter uses it for most of our email marketing and stuff like that. But what we found... Right. Um, is and we found this in Google as well first yep. so it's developer.google.com it basically says Google doesn't have a problem I can't remember the exact wording right but basically yep. what it says to you is Google doesn't have a problem with AI Google doesn't mind you using AI right and th- but then it says and 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 it's not against our terms unless right <laughs> yep uh, unless this is the um the content that you're writing is designed to rank <laughs> Right, so so basically, this is how, how it words it. So it basically says <laughs> we don't give a fuck. We're not we're not going to penalise you. In other words, we're not going to de-index you for writing AI content. But what we are going to do is not rank it. <laughs> so it's like, well, what the fuck? So that, that but we've basically but but we we've done quite a lot of testing and. I've been speaking to quite a lot of people now who are doing SEO and and, and they're they're doing similar tests with the AI stuff. And recently we've started to see a lot of the AI content getting Um, de-indexed. Now my team have been working on it to try and figure out what it was. And it looks like everything, pretty much everything that's coming out of AI at the minute is is connected to a mathematical algorithm. And that's why you can detect it. So we've basically gone in and completely fucked up the algorithm and randomized it and created a button on our software that says (laughs) make human. Um, and we're finding that that's working really, really, really well. Absolutely. Um, well, but, the so but, if you've ever messed with Glitter
1: or Glitter.io, nope. Um, it's gltr.io. A fantastic website. And it really only works for about GPT two, uh, GPT three, and four. It starts to do funky, funky stuff with it. But the point is that what's really interesting about it is it's exactly what you're talking about. Basically, AI and Generative text is nothing more than auto suggest on steroids, right? Yep. So if you put in content and we say something like, "Hi Mike, my name is," it's going to assume that your next word is probably your name, right? With yep. a fair degree of confidence that that's that's what should come next. Uh, no different than if you put in a, a string of of or an entire paragraph. Like the next word that should follow this should be the following word with a 70% degree of confidence, 60% we think it could be this word, 40% could be this word, right? And you you start to build out those mathematical equations, just as you're talking about, it's when you go in there and you start throwing in little uh, wrenches into the, into that algorithm where they're saying it should probably be this word, but Mike, you went into, you added in these three words that we've, we weren't anticipating on seeing. Yep. That has to be human, right? And so that's that's where I find the the math behind it really kind of fun and interesting, right? Again, looking at those relational databases where it's we're looking at a percentage, and if you can if you could be one of those things that kind of skirts that percentage, we were expecting the the next word to be the with an 80% degree of confidence, but you went in and you put in something completely different. Great you're
0: going to rank. <laughs> yes. Non-English speaking writers are ranking much better than English nowadays because if you write it like, and you've got an English degree, you're fucked.
1: Right. My content <laughs> ranks
0: like crazy because I can't spell. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, this is definitely not a machine. This guy's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, love we've it. been finding, we've been finding a lot of that. And we, we've kind of, that's what we did with that, with our, um, with, with our uh, our rewriter, we're not our rewriter, but we've, we've got a thing that we have a rewriter which, re, so, so you can go, I can go nick your content off your your page, yep, paste it into my software, click rewrite and it'll automatically rewrite it and retain the meaning. So, you know, like back in the day when everybody used to go to the first page of Google, find all, find all the content that's ranking that you really, really like, pull it all into a content brief, drag all the meta titles, descriptions and all the other bullshit into a big yeah. content brief, rewrite it, retain the meaning because you know Google loves it and then put it on your own website and you're good. That's kind of what our software does, without you yeah. having to uh, go to the first page of Google and do That's that. Go to the correct. Yes, it is. Yes, you've, you've awesome. heard of it. Well, we've, we've added a new algorithm change into it now, where you you can click the button. You can click a button that says "Make Human," so you can go in and put in a keyword, and it, and it thinks it's an SEO, and it writes the same as any other AI writer. So you may as well write it on ChatGPT and copy and paste it in. But then when you click the "Make Human" button, it rewrites it, retains the meaning but doesn't necessarily 100% always make sense. And what we've found is if we try and make it super accurately make sense every single time, then the 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 the, the, um, the percentage of, of written by human that it shows up is like fucking ridiculously low. Whereas if you get it a little le- less accurate, and but it retains the meaning, so you're going to go in and look and think, I'm just going to tweak this, 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 and this. It comes out 100% human almost every single time and we're getting really, really good results with the rankings with it. Um, That's awesome. But we're having to put it onto old sites at the minute to do the testing. And the reason we're doing that is because obviously if you put articles up on old sites, they rank a lot quicker and then you yep. can do the testing a lot faster, but we're not doing single variable testing because unfortunately we're just... how the fuck do you single variable test content? Have you got I, any, have, have you ever? So uh, interesting. Uh, I actually was having a
1: discussion with a couple of colleagues the other day about this and, I think that in general, it's really tough to do single variable because if you have single variable, it works within the vacuum, right? Like yep. you, you could do an isolated test where you've got within the vacuum of this particular website, it works, right? You've adjusted one or two things. You, you've determined, yeah, single variable, it works. But that's not how Google's operating, right? They're they're operating on multiple little variables. So yep. you kind of have to deal with it in the wild a little bit. The, the one place that I do see single variable helping – is kind of determining like null tests or determining that like this didn't work in a single variable on multiple occasions. It's probably not a signal that we can count on accurately unless it's combined with other stuff, right? So if you had two variables that, that then moved the needle, well, then you could kind of say, okay, if we adjust one or the other, does it move the needle? If not, it, it probably isn't a ranking factor, right? But I, I tend to use it more for that kind of purpose, as opposed to saying, you know, um, having the keyword density of five percent versus you know three percent is definitely a ranking factor. I tend to to look at it more from a contextual and topical relevance standpoint, just personally.
0: Yep. that that you that that I don't think that ever really worked. I think that was always yeah. bullshit. But it was it was it was like um. It's like these f- this bullshit fake news that gets brought out into the SEO yeah. industry. Um, and, and it's like, oh, you've got to do this and you can't have this on your page and you you, you can't have your text a different color because Google knows and stupid shit that people started to tell everybody's going to make it rank and not rank and everything else. And yeah. I think I think the keyword density, um, it's it's like spun content with mass page stuff. Like right. Everybody's like, oh, sp- you've got to spin, you've got to spin, you've got to spin. We did. I mean, huge tests on this, right? Because everybody talked me into incorporating um, spun content into Magic Page Plugin, and it took him right. years to get me to do it, right? Um, and there was a guy that had um, the only person who agreed with me. We actually fell out. Director Directory Optimizer Pro, I think his tool was called, um, but he was the only one who agreed with me. You don't need spin text. You don't need spin text. So we did a massive test on this, right? And we put thousands of like thousands and thousands of pages out on, on 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 across all of our sites and you're talking um i think it was something like fucking 98% of the non-spun content even when we were building websites on a national basis were outranking the spun stuff every single time and the spun stuff <laughs> just wasn't working and it kind of i spoke to Kyle Roof and and i said to him this is this is the result we're getting why um and he, and he kind of explained it to me in the way of saying look if, if you've got, if you've got a, a if you're selling a TV, right, yeah. and you've got five different sizes of that TV, and each page of that television has got ex- identical content on it, right, except for the size of the telly, he said all of those will rank because all of those pages are relevant because it's a different product, but it's the yeah. exact same content. And, and then, so, so I basically, it kind of got me thinking. It was like, holy fucking shit, we're all idiots, right? We're yeah. basically, if you look at um, an electrician. Right? An electrician drives to fucking this, this town over here. Like, so, Let's say we're in Manchester. He drives to Rochdale, which is about five or six miles away, and he does all these different services. But if he drives over this way in a slightly different direction to Oldham, then he's going to do a ton of different services in a different way, and his content's going to be... And it's like it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, but no, it doesn't. He, he do, the product... Remains identical. The content remains identical. The only thing that needs to change is the geolocation data, uh, longitude, and latitude data, I and mean, shit like that that you put in the back of the page and your schema and everything for the location. And when 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 Kyle mentioned it to me like that, I was like, oh my god! I let people draw me into this spun content bullshit. And we even put a spinner in our in our software tool yeah. because people still use it for spam or not spam, but for like what 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 you do with the Google Docs and and you and you stack yep. the shit out you of just,
1: them. Yeah. It's more about quantity, right? Yes. Interestingly right. enough, that the, you know, as you're talking about spinning and stuff, we have one site right now that is 100% plagiarized. Like, I, I didn't adjust anything; it's 100% plagiarized. I literally copy pasted, copy pasted. It's a mass, you know, automated mass page with yep. it, but it is literally 100% plagiarized, and we have over 3,000 pages
0: indexed. Mate, I've done that so many times. It's I've crazy. It that like... <laughs> So what? What we people done, are like? Oh, unique content. You gotta have unique.
1: No, yeah, you is. don't.
0: <laughs> Definitely not be the same. Code. Well, we've we've done something similar with um, with mass page sites, and what we've sure. done is we've we've not used uh, plugins to create them. We've created them ourselves using uh, HTML. Sure. But, but then what we've done. Is we've got the same site, moved it from one server to another server, and just changed the central location, right? So, like, yep. this one's London, this one's Birmingham, and there's like fucking 100,000 pages on these things, or 40 some thousand pages, the whole country, right? And some of these sites have got like about 70% index, and we're not changing anything, we're just changing yeah. the central location. So the linking structure changes from the center and outwards, but they overlap both of each other because Birmingham and so the pages are right. And we're getting two <laughs> and three listings on the first page of Google with the same content. So it's not quite as accurate as everybody says, especially when when you're ranking for smaller areas.
1: Absolutely. And I, I think a lot of people tend to overcomplicate. You know, it's the the core concept, especially as you mentioned in local people tend to overcomplicate the heck out of it and it it really doesn't need to be that way as long as you have your geolocation you know depending on what your competition is or how spammy that is you may need to you know light a fire fire under its ass a little bit but in general like it it really isn't that difficult to 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 rank you know for things and I, i think that you know for me the other thing is is also um we talked about links right i think links are probably like in my opinion probably one of the like most overcomplicated things in the, in the SEO industry. You know, everyone's all about like quality links and, and you've got to have things like that. And it just cracks me up because I mean you could literally do a Google Doc and you technically have a quality link. You could do the, a the slide built deck on spam. <laughs>
0: yeah. The internet's built on fucking spam. If if yeah. I get it, you you do I, I have seen a difference between relevance nowadays. I can build a site, sure. and put six six relevant links to it. And those links, those six relevant links will, will outrank it than if I was to go and do the, the Google Doc stacks and I was to create a, a million. Sure. Right? So, so relevance yep. is, is, is your but I, I, I get what you're saying about, about, about that, but what we do, I, I don't know if I've ever spoke to you about the way we do it. You know what a single niche PBN is? Yep. Right, so so you you get how so what we do is I'll build it's all 50 topically sites. relevant, yeah, yes. I'll build fifty websites, all for, say for plumbers, and then they'll all interlink. Link, not all interlink, link, but I keep them in triangles of like seven to ten sites. They'll all link into each other, and they'll they'll rank the top one up here. And then I'll I'll do another triangle, another triangle, another triangle, another triangle. But every single site has its own phone number, its own form, and it basically, if, even if Google does a manual check. And it looks, it's like, ah, oh, that's a real site. And it's generating real traffic. And it's, it's designed for yep. people who want plumbers in this location. And for them to be ranking, linking out to this other plumbers that's based over here. If if, if you're in <laughs> Birmingham, use us. If you're in London, we recommend you use this guy. It's completely yep. relevant. And that's how we build our single-inch PBNs. And they rank like a motherfucker without actually building huge numbers of links.
1: So uh, the way that I actually do Google Sites and Google Stacks now is actually more along the lines with your method. So as far as like mat- like doing quantity, what I found is um, it's exactly what, what you've described, where if I can do it more topically relevant or like any of the sheets or docs or anything that I'm doing there, are they're on point. We, we're covering uh, like we've gotten into things like EAV tables, uh, entity attribute values. Uh, we'll go into things that are very topically relevant what's any AV table entity attribute value okay so we're, we're going into like if, if we're talking about a particular entity for example right uh-huh. um, what we'll do is we'll go in we'll talk about the the specific attributes for that or the expected values from said you know entity right We'll go into stuff like that, or we'll go into topical relevance, right? Or not not the website topical relevance, but actually going into, like, a topical authority type of context, right? So what we'll do is, like, any of the sheets that we, we've got, any of the docs, any of the, like, stacking methods, cloud stacks, fill in the blank, right? Anything that we're doing for link building has to be topically on point, with whatever the the thing is, so exactly like with your single niche PPNs, what we're, what I what I've been doing with um, our our stacking mechanisms or the the methodology behind that is, we'll go in and we'll cover a single topic, but we just like bury that topic in with as much you know contextual information as we possibly can, and then what we'll do is that we layer it on top with an additional contextual relevance and additional. Uh, contextual content
0: yeah. that
1: that is very that's very streamlined to that specific subject matter and then if we need to then we go out and we'll build a secondary like bolt-on pbn or silo type thing we'll build that in and it's going to be its own topical you know cluster based on that as well so i i would agree like spamming will get you so far but you can do a lot less with a lot more topical relevance right you don't need nearly as much oof behind it
0: yeah i mean we're finding that we're getting similar like we've done a lot of the, uh, the stacking stuff you've talked about with with the google docs yeah. and stuff we're finding you can build a lot more topical relevance a lot faster yeah. uh, d- using blog posts so basically yeah. if it just targeting at one page so if you've got like one page on your site we'll kind yeah. of we'll kind of tear the blog post, So the blog posts become a triangle. So you'll yep. have let's say let's say I've got I've got a a, a plumbing website and, and, and there's one page in Manchester I'm trying to rank. Sure. I will We'll create the blog post underneath it that'll have four or five different subjects about something that's been done. Then we'll drop it even further and we'll do like sub subjects as blog post pages underneath that one. So there's a triangle following up, and then yeah. we can use the, 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 the Google stacking strategy and, the, and then a little bit more spammy links right on these pages that we don't give a shit about further down here. Yeah. And we kind of build the big triangle that obviously all points up to that one that one page. Is that kind of what you're doing with the? because I know um, Patrick was telling me you stack them fucking. Like 10, 20, 30 deep and stuff like that, don't you?
1: No, actually, like so my my stra- my stacking strategy is I tend to go shallower or smaller stacks, but I do more bolt-ons. So for example, um one of the things that I do is um, I'll interlink my sheets together. So it's not just a yep. single blast all at one. But what I'll do is I'll take um we'll call it like you know, we'll, we'll daisy chain or we'll do link wheels throughout the course of multiple sheets, multiple docs, uh, slides, whatever the case might be, right? Even cloud sites or, you know, standalone WordPress sites. The the thing yeah. I tend to look at is more topical and entity brand driven. But what we'll do is I'll go, to so like one to two to three, three back to one, we'll do a link wheel, right? Then what I'll do is I'll then go into one, and I may build on A, B, and C, which is its own little hub based on one. Two will go in, we'll get C, D, E. Three will go in and we'll get um, like F, G, H, right? So we're building out a, a tiered structure exactly like you're talking about. If I need to, then I can go into A, B, and C and create like A1, A2, A3, B1, B2, B3, so on and so forth. So what I've what my experience with that has been is the more you stack out I'm not a big fan of doing like more than about seven to 13 deep my uh and this goes back to the idea of page rank and the way the page rank flows but my experience has been if we if we're stacking a a hundred deep just because we can it's really unnecessary because by about seven to 13 you're losing so much page rank that it's kind of a it's kind of a moot point right it doesn't make any sense to continue doing that you're actually wasting time and energy on that kind of a thing so again i keep my i keep stuff pretty tight as far as the internal linking structure but i do a lot of um, like topic hubs if you will so kind of like with your PBN method, uh, the PBN method, we'll go into the three kind of pyramid structure underneath the three. We'll do three to seven underneath each one of those three, underneath each one of those. Then we branch it out into another, you know, seven to 13. Once we get out to about tier four, tier five,
0: gloves are off. I'm probably doing GSA at that point. Yeah. Cause just fire thousands of shit links yep. to the bottom of them. Cause you can't break a Google, um, doc really can you how fast are you seeing the needle move then if you if you let's say let's see you i don't know if you've tried yeah. this but if you built one is that you or me uh,
1: that's me uh-huh. oh right i on, apologize cool. <laughs> i, 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 I think know, it's you like, right
0: across me it's out of reach i can't i can't do the gen oh, oh, trick but it's off we're good all right you're cool um yeah, and, we're good. But, <laughs> so i don't know if you've ever tried this right Actually, building out so, 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 and I've never tried it, but I, when you were saying it, then I was thinking, do you know what? I'd love to, I'd love to figure out with this, right? Is yeah. you build these because everybody says that Google kind of indexes itself regularly, like every yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, whatever it is. I don't, I don't know the exact fucking number, but yeah. actually building the the, 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 the triangles out. So building, building your, yeah. uh, your, your linking structure out. But never actually pointing it to. Um, so, 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 so. There's no, pro, there's no objective. Or the, the only objective, and you've probably done this, but the only objective is to build a a stack of docs all connected together that have relevance in a specific subject. And you're not looking to say, okay, I'm going to use this to point to that particular site or that particular site. But I just want to build, like, let's say, I want something that's super topically relevant on boiler installation. So I'm going to do. 30 different documents all about boiler installations. I'm going to start connecting them all together and I'm not going to do fuck all else with them or point any of the top ones at anything else yet and then point it to after it's all finished and it's done and maybe a week in and you've built all the relevance. How quick do you think the needle would move on a website doing something like that? We've actually tested that. It's about a week. It's about So it does. T- so even though Google index it, is it it's within 30, 40 minutes, it takes it about a week for it to... Stop, stop to, really, to really kind of
1: work through what I've seen and, and move the needle yep. on. Because, I mean, even though it indexes itself, it crawls. Well, I wouldn't say even index, it crawls itself. And, and that's probably a big, probably a, it may be splitting hairs, but it's a really big distinction that I, I'd like to, you know, I, I like to make sure people are aware of. Is it crawl versus index, right? Like yep. a lot of times, even with sheets, um, I don't really care about index because it's not something that I want out there for the masses, right? Um, I do care about crawl, though, because I want to make sure... it knows it exists. Yeah, it knows it it exists and we can push power. Um, The thing that I would say on that, though, is typically in about a week, that's about what I see when, um, you know, when we we have something that's published, it moves, and then uh, we actually start realizing the results or we're being able to see that outside of, like, the ecosystem that we've built.
0: So... uh, give or take a week. Seven so, to 10 my, days, we'll say. My, 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 we're, we're, we're in the process of building an agency, okay? Cool. Um, I've not worked for clients for years and years and years. I've always refused to do it. I've always refused to think. But we've got a team of staff downstairs now. And... I've obviously got the expertise to rank and to do all this other crazy sure. stuff, right? But I'm not going to do what a lot of agencies do and say, okay, I'll work for absolutely anyone. I'll do anything that you want. I'm going I'm to do exactly what I did with, 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 uh, with, the, with the locksmithing. I'm going to become a specialist in a certain niche and I'm going to only chase that niche and I'm going to chase yeah. it where I live. And once I've done, once I've finished the county where I live, and I've got every single uh, area sewn up and thingy, I'm then going to move further afield, right? Sure. And I'm going to spread across the country like a wave across. The, I've not even chose the industry yet. The microwave. I was thinking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And spread it like a wave. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking hell! It's been years since I've talked that, but yeah. Um, and then I and then basically my plan. But, but no, in fact, forget my plan. Fuck my plan. It doesn't matter what what it is. Is what I was just thinking when you were saying that, and the reason I was asking is I don't use, I know you, do you still use Patrick's tool for it? I do. Yeah. Um,
1: It's one of the tools in my, in my arsenal, but yeah, I, I will still use that. There are other methods that I employ as well.
0: Okay. I won't, I won't mind aiming about some of the methods. And and I'll tell you why first, because what I want to do is I'm going to choose my niche in the next few weeks with my uh, Callum downstairs. Callum, once we grow the agency, he's going to run the agency for me and we're going to employ staff underneath him. Um, But what, what, what I was thinking is once I've selected a niche, I could then start – the process will be – obviously, we're looking for clients um, and we're going to do calls and various other crazy shit that takes sure. to get people through the door. But my plan would be to create hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of topically relevant blocks of these things early – so I've got hundreds yep. and hundreds and hundreds of these topics are relevant. So I know we can go into one Google sheet and say, right, fire a link to that one for that and a link to that one for that. And what's going to happen is within a week that they're, they're going to start me. So when I take over a client's website or when we build a client's website, I know I can go in and say, right, let's use four of these stacks that we've already got saved up. Yep to point to point to here so we will point this what what one 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 now wait four weeks point another wait four weeks point another because i don't like putting a lot of links on all at once i think it, i think consistency is very important with 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 it with, with, with long term rankings um yep. but, but that's kind of that's why i asked you that question because i thought that i'll be able to use um Straight away, as soon as I, I step into this niche, if I'm ranking someone else's sites rather than us building them, because we we started building yeah. um, an an agency site recently, and within within like fucking a few days, I mean these guys are supposed to be able to to to, to rank websites, and within a few days the sites already hit in page one of Google. In fact, within a few weeks, yeah. it's already hitting page one of Google for local relevant. Targeted yeah. keywords that have got things to do with PPC, that have got things to do with SEO, that have got things to do with email marketing, social media marketing, and all that shit. And I'm like, and all we've done is the content, we've only started the link building. We've got like five or 600 sites yeah. that we've got, we've put on one side at the minute, which a guy, a different guy's building from it. But in the footer of all those sites at the minute, there's no links in them, right? And I know people say don't use footer links, but the footer links is going to say site by more leads local which is the name of the of the agency yeah. and it's uh, so so we're, we're going to start dripping them in probably one a week every single week and targeting all the different areas that we're going after so within a matter of months i was so we're building the full agency out online like a big massive yeah. project before we even pick up a client anyway let me slow down and come back what techniques could I use besides using patches? And the reason I'm saying besides is because I don't use a windows machine and and I won't use fucking a windows machine. Cause I hate them. Um, what, what, <laughs> what are the strategies, what other softwares that are there out there that I can do the same automation without yeah. me having to go out and get my team to build these things at mass.
1: So one of the things that, uh, that I do is, uh, Patrick keeps hitting me up about this as well, but, um, there there are a there's an advanced kind of methodology that I use when it comes to sheets. You can build out the sheets manually. Um, that's not a problem at all. Um I was recently um I was recently into uh or was given a shout out on Brock Meisner's course, um, because I, I have a sheet that uh does a it basically does a lot of that stuff manually as well. And so one of the things that you can do, I mean you can always do it longhand, right? Just because yep. just because someone asks you to do division or multiplication doesn't mean you know you need a calculator, right? You could do it with longhand; it just takes a little yep. bit more time. And so that's one of the things that um, that I tend to do is like I'll oh, I like to be the data nerd that I am, and again, like understanding databases and all that like really geeky shit that that uh, that I'm into. I like to understand like the guts of it, right? This works why, and how does it work? So. In understanding like, yes, you could use, you could do it manually. It's, it takes a little longer, but using things like the concatenate function, VLOOKUP function, defining your cells, things like that. You can totally do it. Like everything that, that Backlink Factory does, you can totally do on, by yourself. The software just helps facilitate like streamlining
0: that a little bit, right? It makes it um, so easy. I've, I've used it. I just... I, I flatly refuse. I've got one, two, three Macs in here right now and just in my own per- private office. I, I've. I've I so can't. what I would do personally
1: is fire well, up a Hetzner server, virtualize it, and use your Mac to log in using Apache
0: Guacamole. I've got a, a, a virtual server set up. I've, in fact, I think I've still got one running. I don't even know if that's still a thing anymore. What are them two yeah. brothers called that had that link building tool? as a a rapid change of subject. What were they called? Do you remember? Oh, what was it? Um, I'm drawing a blank for it, man. Um, I'm sure I've still got a server off them too as well from fucking years ago. They used to to spawn. Anyway, uh, another story. What what I would look
1: at is, so I've set this up for a few clients, but Apache Guacamole is probably what I would recommend for something like that because you can access that virtual machine in a browser window. So you just fire okay. Chrome or Firefox or whatever, go to a website, log in, and boom, you're into your virtual server.
0: Ah, well, all right, let me write that down. I know it's on the podcast, but I'm going to write it down because that... It's that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, patching guacamole. Yeah, you've... You, right, check this out. You know, you know, like I said, can't spell, and people don't realize it, right? <laughs> check this out. This is how I've spelled guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea how to spell guacamole. Don't mispronounce right or wrong.
1: Yeah, that's you have an extra K in there, but that's pretty damn, damn close. It, it says
0: more like quacamole or something. Anyway, I'll fucking but I'll figure that out. I just I, I wrote it and I looked and I thought that's definitely not a real word. But I will. Uh, it's, yeah, it says guacamole. No, guacamole is
1: <laughs> fantastic because uh, you can actually access all of your uh, RTP Remote servers, Linux servers, anything like that within a web browser. So you just fire yeah. up Chrome, we'll go to a website, you're in, and, and then I can just uh,
0: I can install Backlink Factory because that's something that I used to use a lot when I had separate yeah. PCs and shit set up. But I couldn't use um, Parallels; it drove my it it just did my yeah. head in. Um, and, yeah, because it's
1: accessing a website
0: is all you're essentially doing. And then it stays running hidden on their servers so you don't need you log out as soon as you close the browser, it just carries on doing what it's supposed to do. You need to keep it switched on all day and I'm, wow, okay, that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> you made brilliant. You set up a call for that. Yes. <laughs> and then I've got to show my team how to do it. That's another yeah. thing. But the thing is, like you said, I can't not use automation because I've got in-house yeah. staff on an hourly rate building these things and it's like how many can you build in in an hour if you're doing it manually you can't whereas doing it with 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 battling factory you can build hundreds thousands in minutes which so
1: and and speaking of automation so the other component that i i will use and uh did a did a charity webinar recently for this but um the the thing that i would also recommend is looking at chat gpt for sheets or chat gpt for excel there are two plugins that you can look at there, but um, we're, you, we're leveraging ChatGPT in that capacity. A lot of people are just going, you know, to the ChatGPT online. They'll like create the dialogue, go back and forth, stuff like that, right? One of the things that we've really leveraged and, and built quite heavily into our, our current systems are taking spreadsheets and leveraging that with ChatGPT. So we can get ChatGPT to populate a lot of that. That's where a lot of these, uh, like, entity tables, things like that, how we're getting a lot of that is we'll go in and we'll actually get ChatGPT to create a decent output for us. What's what's the plugin uh, called? uh, So the Google Sheets one is, uh, what is it? It's GPT for Sheets and Docs or ChatGPT for Sheets and Docs. It's uh, available in the Chrome Web Store and then oh, on the chrome web
0: store yeah I'm looking on on chat gpt's actual plugin uh, store yep it interfaces directly with google docs so i've gone up the chat gpt 4 i'm looking i've dropped down to the uh it's he's actually in the chrome store isn't it okay yeah got you. so if
1: you just, just go- if you just googled uh chat gpt for for sheets and docs you'll see it it's right there you can install that you'll need to have your open api or your open ai api um, yep. you'll need to have that installed but you can go between like davinci 3 uh chat gpt or uh, gpt 3.5
0: turbo and gpt 4 yeah there's so, so many cool fucking things out there now ain't there i know right it's uh, how, are you, the... using, how are you using how you using chat gpt to rank shit Have you got any cool tips on that on what you've been doing it all
1: comes down to your prompt. So one of the ways that we're doing this is um, it's a variation on actually uh, a video I'd seen Matt Diggity put together, and it he was does essentially, brilliant.
0: Shit him, doesn't it? He he, I've he does. I've been following like, him for years, and some of his stuff it's like, how the fuck did you think of that? So <laughs> the variation, and you can automate a lot of this in
1: Sheets. But basically, what you do is Diggity had a, a thing where it was like. Come up with, uh, you know, ChatGPT, write me 10 unique semantically related keywords to SEO, right? That we go in and it does this, right? And then what we've ended up doing is, so we build out a sheet that not only takes the, the entity, uh, like entities that are closely related to it. So I may run like a Quora report or something like that, get a bunch of entities, run it through the first 10. But I built out a sheet that then iterates that. So each one of those, like one through 10, we then do that, the PBN style, tri- the pyramid that you were mm-hmm. describing. Number one uh, on the output from SEO, it may give me like SEO consulting, SEO agency, how to SEO. It'll give me a lot of those particular kinds of terms, right? what we would do is we'll recursively go back in and then I say for item number one, give me 10 more topics based on that item number two, give me 10 more items based on that item number three, give me 10 more based on that. So we can go through, we exponentiate a lot of what we're doing as far as topic creation. Then what we do is we'll do uh, interlinking within our sheets. So I may have a prompt in cell A1. And then with Chat GPT for Sheets or Chat GPT for Excel, uh, Excel just tends to work faster. You don't have the lag mm-hmm. that you typically do with Sheets or Docs um, because it's running natively and not in the cloud. But what we'll end up doing is we'll then take those prompts, we'll create a concatenated, you know, concatenated prompt. We'll do search and replace or do like substitute, which is another function native to Sheets. And so we're able to, to mass manipulate a lot of these uh, prompts that are coming out and come up with like a six month content plan
0: in about two hours. Wow. Wow. And then, and then obviously then you can just automate the whole process of, of obviously we throw it into a tool like page rewriter and we're off to the races. Wow. Fucking hell. That's genius. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you do any do, do you do any like seo training or seo coaching and shit like that where people can i've been act? hit
1: up multiple times on that i do some coaching um i i do that kind of on a one-to-one basis it's something that i've looked into creating more of a you know a group i'm involved in so many groups though that like i, I know i mean your facebook group and a few other things but it's one of those things i thought about uh, just dropping you know some like here's a little training on this here's a little training over there but yeah it's it's something that uh, even my wife keeps hitting me up about she's like you should do training
0: <laughs> mate you should i remember the first time we spoke right i think we probably were yeah. on for about two and a half hours i yeah. think we start. We, we got on to talk about something uh, patrick actually it was he introduced us because he said i'll get brian to show you how to use it because he's like the fucking man when it comes to using i think it was Batlink factory or one of the yeah. one of the factories um, and we got on shoots. and I, we ended up we were, we ended up sat on for like two and a half hours chatting about all and i was like I was, some of the shit he was doing, it was like amazing. And I was like, what the fuck, man? You think differently. You you think like a computer programmer, but you're an SEO and, and it's yeah. like, it just fucking works. Um, but th- th- the reason I asked then is like, is, is yeah, you should, you definitely should. Um, do some one-on-one co- or, or, or group coaching, group, co- group SEO coaching would be good because you, you don't charge awesome. as much then. Cause like if you're doing, if you're doing one-on-one coaching, you've got to charge $250 an hour minimum. Whereas if yeah. you're doing group coaching, you can charge a fucking a, a monthly subscription exactly. and then you can have 50 people paying a hundred dollars month month each, and, 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 and then they come in and they can all ask the questions and you just run a training every single week and then they can ask you stuff. I, I think something like that mate, because there's not many people who are not, like there's a lot of guys who are in the public eye right. but don't kind of know what they're talking about and they charge a hell of a lot of money for for for, for these type of training courses and then and then there's people like you that, that not a lot of guys necessarily know about who who kind of just stay under the radar and, and you have all these fucking right. Bruce Lee tricks that <laughs> 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 it's like the one inch death punch for the SEOs it's yeah. <laughs> fucking it's brilliant, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I just I think I think I, I definitely think you should do something like absolutely the level of your um, your knowledge is, is, is. I mean, you've got an you've got an agency as well, have not you?
1: Yeah, I do. Yep, yeah. yeah. We have a really small team. Uh, we're ba- again based here in Colorado, but yeah, we've got a, kind of a smaller team. We uh, you know we. Don't We haven't ditched down completely uh, just because like a lot of the clients, like I've got th- about three different verticals that, that we tend to work within. Uh, one of them, home service, uh, surprisingly psychology. I, I have a couple of psychology clients that um, they, I'm they've been really great to work with. One of them, the AI content, uh, kind of circling back to our conversation about that. We've had like a, it's it's like a 400% increase in their traffic on primarily AI
0: like focused content wow yeah you know when you're working with a psychologist you end up going on thinking i'm gonna to have to put this guy's bill up and you end up putting it down because they, they just talk you in and you're like how do they do that shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, know, it's, script, it's been really fun because they're they're very collaborative um the i i if been very fortunate in the clients they've been super super awesome i'm like here are some things that we've done some research you know we, we've done some ai you know topic discovery here's what i think we should write about they're like awesome run it let's go for it and you know we we've seen that the the results based on the prompts that we're doing the the, the spreadsheets that we've uh, kind of developed we're seeing some really really good results from that and i, I think i would attribute a lot of that to just again that whole idea of like Topical relevance and topical domination. Where we're we're looking at this, and if we have a specific topic, we're covering it from A to Z, and it's just we're we're attacking it from all different angles, multiple uh, viewpoints on a particular topic. It works really, really well.
0: I think that's why home services is so easy. Like yeah. if if you're in it, if you've got an SEO agency and you don't do home your services, you're a fucking idiot because it's because like if you've got a plumber, roofer, electrician, uh, builder, um, locksmith, any, any home services business, right? They get most of them businesses are set up by somebody who goes out on the tools and starts off the business. They're very entrepreneurial. So they end up growing it and expanding it and getting teams around them. But when you put them in front of a computer, they're like, nah leave me alone and what i've I've spent 15 years learning about electric electronics and electrical shit and stuff like that i am not gonna sit and write an article a week (laughs) right on my website about some bullshit to do with electrics so the guys that don't use decent seos and don't do content marketing as well as link building and all the rest of it are in a situation where the, 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 it's so easy to rank in those industries. You can literally jump on somebody's website and say, "You know what? I'm just going to add a blog a week to this, and within six weeks they're going to start seeing results, and within, within six months yeah. they're going to be the number one website in the area." And I've not even had to build a link. Yeah, which absolutely is cool. And that's that, the psychology that's so side cool. of it, isn't it? <laughs> that,
1: that, again, that, that goes back to the whole content side of it, where it's like, if you have good, again, if you have good content you require less links to get it to rank, right? If you have those natural signals coming through where it's like Google gives you a, there, there's a lot of really fun tricks. Um, there's some styling things that like, well, again, we'll have to set up another call, but um, there's some styling tricks that we use to uh, inject in geo relevance that is what like, it's 100% white hat, completely above board. I'm not hiding anything, but it's the way that we're doing. We're using span classes. To mm-hmm. aesthetically give it a different look. Um, and it's, it's more of a design trick that, that yep. I learned, but, uh, you can use span classes with different font styling or font sizing to, uh, to essentially inject in geo keywords into the page. It looks beautiful works like a charm because now you have those geo terms on there, but it may not, you know, the, the issue that we tend to have with a lot of our clients, especially some of the higher paying clients is they don't want like, you know, Manchester locksmith services or, you know, something like that. It might want to, they might want to have like locksmithing services or, you know, getting you in when you get locked out kind of a thing. Um, And we're able to kind of inject in some of those geo keywords using stylistic kinds of things. And again, 100%, uh, 100% white hat, it's, we're not hiding anything. All we're doing is we may change the, the font type or the the font size so that it may be script instead of like a, a serif font or script instead of a sans serif.
0: What do you use to tell you where to do that? Or is it guesswork? Because I know a tool that actually does it um, and I've used it for years. Um, I'm hand-coding.
1: And <laughs> I'm you're hand doing it. Okay, so So
0: it's guesswork because um, I remember... Um, I remember, I can't remember who it was I was talking to, you, but I remember years ago chatting to somebody, and we was having a big in-depth discussion about SEO, and we kind of came to the conclusion that anybody who tells you they know what Google wants is lying, right? Anybody right. who says Google wants this, you can get experience and say I've been, I've tested and I've done this, 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 and this, and it works, right? But yep. three months from now, it might not work, right? And exactly. so anyone who says today that they're the best SEO and they know, guess what? It's like. Um, I was referring to it the other day. It's like historians, right? Historians are great storytellers, right? Because they get a few bits of data and then they they add up and it becomes a fact. And really it's not a fucking fact. And it's the same with SEOs. The the great storytellers in a lot of cases because they say, nah, Google wants this, 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 and this. And it's like, how do you know? The only way to know what Google wants for a specific keyword in a specific location is to go to the first page of Google in that location for that keyword and analyze sites like yours that are on the first page of Google. And if you want to know even to, to, to a better extent, if you're trying to rank for a small town, go to a major city and do the keyword search in that major city and see sites like yours that are ranking there. And that's the only, only way... And it works out of a lot of an analysis and you've got to do competitor analysis and all the rest of it. That's the only way to know exactly what they're looking for. And you check what links they've got and you check how deep the tiers go on the linking, and you check the content and you go through all the crazy shit that they've done and the socials and all that. And that's the only way. And my favorite tool for the on-page side of it um, is called Page Optimizer Pro, right? Pop and is does- amazing. Kyle's, yeah, Kyle's got that dialed in. It's fucking brilliant. I me- I remember remember testing it years back and it was like, "Oh my god, this is and it's still just as relevant now as it was years ago when I first started playing with it, and it's probably my favorite on-page SEO tool because it's the yeah. only one. In fact, we 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 in page in page rewriter, we've included a basic version where you can do a report and it'll go to the first page of Google, pull back all the sites, and it'll do a very basic version of the report. It's nowhere near as good as what Kyle's does. But then as soon as you start using Kyle's, um, and it's page optimizer with a Z, dot pro, just in case anyone wants to go and buy it, it's fucking brilliant tool. Um, but that Definitely. does what he was just talking about. That basically, it checks whether it's bold, whether it's italic, whether it's underlined. It checks all different stuff like that on the page, and it gives you all, but it does it to what you can, you can say. Ignore this, this, and this site and only use this, 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 and this that are like yours. And then do the cross-reference and check it all out. So you can get the on-page SEO dialed into fork. And then as soon as you start building links, you win every single yeah. time. I've done it so many times with this tool. It's like, I love it. I think it's brilliant. It
1: is um, a brilliant tool. Fantastic it's
0: stuff. A, it's a brilliant tool. I think it's one of my the, the tools I've had the longest out of everything that I've had. And I forget about it sometimes, but then whenever I come up on a problem, and it's like, right, how are we gonna figure this out? And then they always go back to that. Absolutely, it's um, I love it. So, bass guitar. Let's take you off the SEO subjects because you All went right. some bass before, and we love music. So, yeah. Um,
1: so, as far as as far as music, I so I initially got in on bass guitar. Uh, still enjoy playing it. Um, what I actually was was doing uh, throughout, like right after high school. Um, so yeah. Thought I was going to be a bass player, it's fun stuff. I actually became a frontman for a couple, like hard rock and metal groups. And you can so sing I, as well. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I can sing, um, but yeah, we uh, we ended up. Uh, my twenties were pretty much uh, living at nightclubs, touring around, and uh, playing music. Like that's I, I was a vocalist and front like, for a band.
0: <laughs> it sounds like loads of fun, right? But throughout my 20s, I was a wrecked. I mean, a complete wrecked. And you wake up every single day like, I am never doing that again. I feel like shit. And by dinner time, you're feeling a bit better. And by night time, you're back on it again. Aren't you? Or, or, was you oh, yeah. or did you not do that?
1: 100%. <laughs> like, it, it was, I'm never doing this again. You know, Jaeger tour comes around. We're like, all right, five o'clock, <laughs> it's on
0: let's go Never again.
1: all right it's only tuesday
0: <laughs> we still got the rest of the week to go guys yeah you just, mate that, that 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 the the out it sounds amazing from the outside but from the inside of living that life it's hard
1: <laughs> it is really hard and you know the the worst part about it like the story that you have some amazing stories like there's some really like I've seen some. Give things. us an example. We'll just say that. <laughs> Give us an example. Come on. <laughs> um, we did We did a show that was emceed by a, a zombie. Okay. And at the show, there was also a live flesh suspension.
0: What the fuck does that mean?
1: So they take like shark, like beat hooks, shark beat oh, yeah. ho- hooks, hook them into your back, stretch out your skin a little bit, and oh, then you suspend sh- from it.
0: Oh fuck that, man! I remember getting ear pierced when I was younger. That was bad enough. Yeah. and yeah, they and hang they, them they, from they, like, it
1: because it's it's zero it's zero gravity. Like you, a you're real live person.
0: In, what's that? A real live person actually oh, lets yeah. them do that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. In a club. Yeah. Oh, and they're swinging and around they there? like
1: Cirque du Soleil type stuff. We we showed up at the show. and We're like, what the fuck did we just get into,
0: guys? Imagine yeah, they was, go on a dating app, right? And they meet a girl, right? Right. It's like, You're gonna are you want to go to the show, tonight? <laughs> yeah. What Imagine you for a living. It's like, come and see. And it's like, mate, they're gone. I tell you that they're <laughs> floating fucking crazy. That, that, that's, that's. <laughs> yeah. And so Jesus. the zombie,
1: the zombie, he does uh, a, a thing. Uh, he's emceed a few shows that I've been to, but uh very flamboyantly gay zombie. Really cool. Funny dude. But, um, yeah, he, his whole thing is it's kind of like the uh, a throwback to, like, Fangoria or, like, the really, like, brutal type magazines, right, where it's like uh, he does, like, exceptional like, Hollywood-style makeup. But if he likes your band, one of the things that he would do is he would kill you. Because, you know, he he doesn't want you competing with his band, you know, that, that was a, a zombie band as well. So his, his whole thing is he would kill, and, and he's uh, he's gone through and done uh, done a bunch of bigger name acts, um, not just like local stuff. But uh, yeah, he he emceed one of our uh, a, a few of our shows, uh, killed off one, a couple buddies, their bands, and uh, yeah, it's just you mean killed them off. So he, like he sets up a photo shoot, like yeah, f- sets up a photo shoot where he like murders your band. It doesn't really matter. So what does he, what do you mean? I, I don't get it's it. It's like a photo shoot. It, it would be a photo shoot where it's like, um, you know, again, kind of a throwback to like Fangoria or like really kind of like horrific, you know, like horror movies or, you know, like kind of grotesque kind of stuff or whatever. But um, like he would, he would like have your band and you you know, be walking down the street. He'd set up the whole storyboard and he's like, okay, well, Mike's walking down the street. He's the, the guitar player for this band. And I'm going to hit him with a car right so then he takes you know photo like does your makeup as if you were hit by a car he sounds cool as
0: fuck man i would love to meet him <laughs>
1: yeah uh, maris <laughs> the
0: great and that's what he does for a living he's like he, yeah. he does that crazy shit like that. Makeup it's brilliant, that, isn't it. yeah
1: it, it, it's it's an amazing thing like i said he's killed off uh killed off uh several big bands but uh yeah maris the great
0: is his name maris the great is his name yeah, I will definitely look up that guy because that's what I, mean, it's, it's, I,
1: I will I will mention that it is not for the squeamish of stomach. It's it's pretty brutal looking. You know, like it looks like a murder scene, right? Like a proper murder but, scene. Um, but like one of the uh, one of the uh, bands he murdered, um, there, a buddy of mine, he like he basically like sucked this dude's intestines out from his ass.
0: That's what it looked
1: like because he's a zombie right yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: fucking so, hell
1: yeah like diff- different stuff like that i mean it, it, it's pretty gr- it's pretty brutal but um yeah he's uh he that was probably one of the like craziest shows that we've been to and then when you talk to him he's like he stays in character but i'm like when you talk to him he's like just probably one of the nicest dudes ever that you you could possibly meet just like an incredible
0: gig he's got going on. Uh, beyond See, that, Marley Munson, don't they? they? say he's a proper nice guy in real life.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's a lot Ooh. of, it's just shock value. Right. So, um, yeah, that, that's it's probably shock. one of the most more extreme stories that, that I've had on the road. Um, we ended up playing, uh, like probably a, a more modest, like tame one. Uh, we ended up doing a West coast tour at one point and, uh, slept in a you know obviously the, the traditional like slept in a van for eight weeks on end and uh like slept in a parking garage on uh sunset boulevard hollywood right rolled into town i'm like we don't we don't got a place to stay we're broke broke
0: musicians let's go do this and then ended up playing like the viper room so pretty cool seriously yeah so you you turned up you still kept in the van though didn't you after you played the the viper room
1: oh yeah like you're broke as hell you're not you're not going anywhere <laughs>
0: yeah it's like you all meet birds while you're there or girls are, you can't them birds anymore yeah. um, you meet girls while you're there and then they're all like fuck yeah we'll come back to yours you're like sliding the side door back Right, <laughs> <Random. laughs> <laughs> we won't all fit but we'll try <laughs> Yeah. You know, that, that what you just said that Meris guy though yeah that, that got me thinking because I always say to my lad don't stress out about school don't stress out about learning don't stress out about everything else I always say to him you whatever you do in life if you chase what you love Absolutely. And you just forget about everything else and keep chasing and chasing and chasing um, and doing what you love every day. Eventually, you, you, you'll you figure out how to turn it into cash. And, and he's a great example of somebody that like, imagine growing up through his girlie, uh, uh, and to his parents and he says, now, nah, do you know what I want wa- <laughs> I I to do? I want to do horror makeup. Right? Yeah. And, and I want to kill off bands. And I want to, and, and people are like, you're a fucking idiot. That's worse than saying I want to be a famous musician because there's no way it's ever going to work. But right. He basically, he obviously stuck with it, kept doing it. People must have thought this guy's fucking a lunatic and he's made it work. And yeah, it just shows he can do anything. He,
1: he He's renowned like by a lot. And I mean, it's, it's like one of the biggest honors to be like, yeah, he killed off my band. He thought we were that good. You know, that, that he, he did the whole makeup and all that like it's it's definitely pretty cool and, and yeah it, if there's a will there's a way right
0: yeah man and and it does it sounds like it's great because people love to be honored in any way and to to, to get it to the point where it's like i'm gonna murder you and that's classed as an honor right. <laughs> it's fucking awesome isn't it and you think of it like that he's like wow he really did get him to do it which is which is cool as shit um, Brian, I'm looking at the time of just lots. I promise I keep you on for an hour, mate, and not longer. And I know I could sit and talk to you all day about, especially SEO and everything, because we both love it. Um, but I I, I mean, if, if any of our guys want to reach out, they want to work with you, they want to get involved in anything you do, I honestly do think you should do a um That'd be a, cool. a, a training because yes. you're one of the most knowledgeable SEO guys I've, I've ever met. And you don't talk shit. You, actually, what, you, you, you preach what you do rather than yes. so, some of these guys they talk, but they they've not done anything. Um, and they still don't, which, which means literally everyone's running around trying to do things that don't work. Um, right. but anyway, I'll shut up. You don't have a life of waffling. If people want to get hold of you, where did they go? How did they do it? My girls will stick something down the bottom so that any, anybody watching the video can get in touch with anybody on the podcast. Yeah, so and hear you say so it.
1: Can reach out to me on Facebook. Um, that's probably the, the best way to do that. um, that or Twitter. Like those those are probably the two best ones. Uh Twitter, my handle is um uh Kato BKato.
0: and Kato so, BK-O.
1: Yeah, so last name, first initial, last name. Um, and then the my Facebook page, I believe it's just my, my full name. Or actually it's last name dot first name, something like that. Um you got a website? Uh yeah, so it's a, it's a fusionvine.com.
0: That's f u s I O N V I N E dot com. So, and if they reach out to you on there for SEO services and shit like that, obviously they can.
1: Yep, absolutely. We again, we do. Currently, we we are doing like kind of the one-on-one consulting. Um, I, I love the idea of doing more of like that kind of like group kind of a thing because yep. again, it can make it more affordable for a lot of people, it, and
0: uh yeah, it just. Do you know what I love about the group? Right, if you if you work one-on-one. Because I think if you go over to my coaching page, I don't even know where it is anymore, but I charge a grand an hour, right? I charge a thousand pound an hour for one-on-one coaching. And you know what I find? The exact same, right? If I do one-on-one coaching with somebody, they still don't fucking do it, right? And I'm not bothered. If they don't do it, the next time I speak to them, it's like, okay, well, you pay me a thousand pound an hour to be sat here. I'm giving you the advice, telling you what to do, telling you how to progress here. And then I'm talking to you the next time. You're not done for a call. It's up to you. So the message this time is the same as the message last time it can go away. But what I find is if you do group coaching, okay, the lazy people are paying for the proactive people. So the proactive people are not spending a grand an hour to be with you. They might might be spending $99 a month, right? Sure. And you could have 50 people all spending $99 a month. And maybe three or five of those people will actually take action. So what happens is all the lazy people that are paying $99 a month and then they go around and they say, oh, I never got nothing from this thing. Well, you didn't fucking do what I told you. But the five people that actually take action have not had to spend a $1,000 an hour to get you in a room to talk to them because yeah. everybody else, the guys that are not doing it are paying for them. So it actually makes you feel like, like I, I get a lot of guys that compl- that will say, oh, it does me head in doing coaching because 90% of the people in the room don't do anything. They just sit there and they want to chat. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but they're paying for the people that are actually going away and doing what you need what, what what needs to be done so everybody else is chipping in so that they can finance these other four or five people out of the group of 50 becoming successful so don't worry about the ones that are not doing it realize what a good deal the guys that are doing it are getting right. and you feel so much better about charging people to get them in a room to do it and not charging someone because it is depressing if you if you've charged someone $1000 to go in a room and talk to you for an hour and then the next time you meet them They've not done any of it. It's depressing. It's like, even though you've been paid a grand for being there, you feel like, you still feel like, I've just wasted a fucking hour with you. I shouldn't shouldn't have bothered. Um, Even if you do it for free. That's why I stopped doing it for free. Because years ago, any of my clients had messaged me and I'd be like, right, I'll try and fit you in. And I ended up working 15, 16 hour days. But what happened was 90% of them weren't doing anything. And the odd few that were, but it still means you're working 16 hour days wasting your time all day every single day and eventually it gets to the point where it's like i just can't physically keep doing this because it's soul destroying depressing uh because they don't do it Um, and then we start charging at least it's like well i might have wasted an hour but i got paid for it so
1: that's just it exactly there's there's something to be said for number one burnout and number two just you know,
0: getting paid for burnout. <laughs> yes. Getting so. paid for burnout's always better. And then the group coaching model. I, I love You're the better. group model because that means, like I, I, I do a boot camp, um most years. I've not done one yet this year, most years. Um, and what I'll do is I'll let 10 or 20 people in. Yeah. And um, I don't charge a lot. It's about two grand a summer, yeah. right? But I'll let 10 to 20 people in, charge two grand. I meet them once, uh, maybe once a month. I think it is, can't even Remember, I meet them once a month or for about ten months, and what you'll find is two or three people will be very successful from it, and the rest won't be super successful. But then once they've paid for a boot camp, I let all the other people into the boot camp who've paid in the past, but they can only come in and, and, and watch the replays and everything else. So the people who pay that year get a better service, but you, it's, it's a very low percentage of people that become successful off it. But I don't let it stress me out because I look at it exactly like that. The guys that don't turn up, the guys that don't show up and the guys that don't, or girls that don't, or or bit of both, it depends if they fucking want to be classed as a girl or a boy these days. You can't True. say metal. I mean, <laughs> they, um and and what I'll find is the, the lazy people pay for the proactive people, the yeah. people that aren't going to put the effort in. It's fucking. It's a much better way of doing it. Uh, well, one right of they, the last
1: boot camps you did was the uh, hybrid ranking run, rank, correct?
0: Uh, no, I did a Mike Martin boot camp 2022. I've not done one in 2023. Okay. Any plans for um, doing 2023? Think, we'll turn the tables a pardon? little bit here. I'm going to
1: interview you. <laughs> Any yeah. plans on Got doing
0: time. something in 2023 though? Me no. I don't know. I've I've got that much on at the minute. Um I it's probably gonna be next year when I can do another boot camp. I, I am enough. so, 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 so busy all the time. Um but I like doing the boot camps because I don't do it for the money. I do it because what'll happen is they pay up front, I don't bother doing all the monthly stuff. Um and and I'm I, I have got a guy that I'm meant to be doing one with, but I think my girls back and forth have been struggling to get hold of him on a regular basis. So I'm like, <laughs> ah, do I bother if it's hard to get older somebody? <sighs> If I do another bootcamp, it will be it, yeah, it'll probably be early twenty twenty four. But I I only do it because I know a few people are going to become successful out of it, um, and it's better than charging those two people the, the, the couple of people that's going to be successful. Yeah, ten grand each or twenty grand each or whatever it works out. At sure. It would not it normally cost them to get there? So yeah, that's that's yeah. stingy. That's Right. It's an hour and 10 minutes. I promised you an hour, so I really uh, apologize, but thank no, you very, 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 very much. everybody. Um, as he said before, um, he has got a website. I've got it written down over here. It's fusionvine.com. So get your asses over to Fusion Vine. Give Brian a message if you want to speak to him, if you want to work with him. Um, very, very, very knowledgeable. Um, first time I spoke to you, I-, I-, I didn't want to let you off the call. Um, so hence why I've asked you to come on here, mate, because um, I know yeah. everything you say, either works or you won't say it, which is cool. Um, And I just want to say thank you very much. And cheers very much, Paul. And everybody, we will see you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye.